Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening today to podcast number 44. Today, we're going to focus on ferrets and what is that smell. Ferrets can make terrific pets under the right circumstances, um, but one of the things that people will notice if you have a ferret or if you're ever meeting a ferret for the first time is that they do have a very distinctive odor. Um, it's described as a musky odor, and if you've never smelled it before, it's kind of hard to describe. It's kind of a tart smelling, not the most pleasant smelling odor, I guess, unless you're another ferret and you like that and you're attracted to that. But it can be very strong if ferrets are uh, not descented because these this odor comes from two scent glands, one gland on each side of their anus around their rear end, um, that typically they will uh, mark areas with in the wild. And these are typically removed in ferrets that are bred and sold commercially, like the ones you see in pets stores. Um, they're sold in pet stores across the country. They're Unfortunately, they're legal in certain states like California and parts of New York. But in the places where they are sold or they're actually bred also by uh, private breeders, many of them and all the commercial ones are typically descented. So when they are neutered uh, at a few weeks of age, meaning the females have their ovaries and their uterus removed, they have a hysterectomy, um, or the males have their testicles removed, at that time, obviously this is done to prevent breeding it also helps prevent the development of reproductive cancer and infection. But when that is done, typically uh, these ferrets are actually descented as well. So these little scent glands are removed from right around the anus. Um, it's a surgical procedure fairly straightforward, and it does lessen the smell that you smell from these ferrets, that musky sort of tart smell. Um, it doesn't eliminate it completely, so even descented ferrets do have a little bit of a musky odor, but it's much, much less than a ferret who is what we describe as intact um, with scent glands. So uh, these glands, again, are used to spray, to mark territory, obviously to attract uh, the opposite sex if you're a breeding ferret. Um, um, but it, if you're going to have a, a pet ferret, you really do want to have them descended because they smell really, really strong, and it's not always the nicest smell. Um, certainly ferrets, you know, again, they make terrific pets. They're very, very popular pets. They're very mischievous. They're very, very playful. They get into everything. They pick up everything off the floor that's not nailed down. They tend to hide things and squirrel them away um, into closets, under beds. They love to steal socks and shoes. They particularly love rubber. So 
so you got to be really careful that you don't leave, leave like erasers or rubber balls on the floor or let them have anything um, that's rubber because they will chew it and they will swallow it and sometimes it does get stuck in their intestinal tract um, but you know um, they're a lot of fun and they just you just have to get used to that little little bit of an odor um, so you know again what can you do if you're an owner of a ferret and you really don't love that smell well certainly be sure that your ferret is descented um, and if you're not sure you can see a licensed veterinarian who deals with ferrets or a ferret breeder and they'll be able to tell you the difference you know it's very obvious with these ferrets that are not descented they smell much much more strongly than a descented ferret and if your ferret has to be descented you know in the right hands by a, a veterinarian who is experienced this isn't a very complicated procedure um, it is kind of a funny thing though because I remember you know these days uh, the ferrets that are sold commercially are typically all descented because no one really wants to have such a pungent smelling animal um, but in the old days 20 years ago 25 years ago when I first started practicing a lot of ferrets were not descented um, and people would bring them in and some of them would not be you know neutered or, or spayed and they'd come in for that procedure to have them neutered or spayed and at the same time we would go ahead and take out the scent glands and the surgeons who I worked with were kind of pranksters, um, they would take out the scent glands and they look like little grapes. Each of these glands is about the size of a grape, um, sort of uh, oval shaped. Um, and they would take them out and the idea is to remove them intact, meaning you don't break them open because the fluid inside the grape-like scent gland, um, you know, is the stuff that smells really, really strongly. And it's very, very pungent and it has a lasting odor if it gets on your clothing or in your hands. So they would take them out intact, meaning they wouldn't break open the little glands and then they'd take them and they'd hide them around um, the animal hospital like they'd put them under a seat cushion or in someone's briefcase and someone would, you know, sit down and splat the scent gland open and it would just smell horrible or someone would slam their briefcase shut and, and it would, you know, release all the, the uh, musky smell all over the place. So we don't do that as much. We're more mature these days and, and we don't have the opportunity to do that as much because ferrets typically do uh, come descented if you get them commercially from a pet store. Certainly you can find undescented ferrets from breeders. Um, those uh, breeders typically will not neuter or spay their ferrets for a while and, and typically leave them intact with their scent glands to get them to be bigger because the having hormones, those reproductive hormones in the testicles or in the ovaries and the uterus make the ferret uh, grow bigger, have a thicker coat. Um, so there are some benefits to that, uh, having them not uh, neuter or spayed at an early age. There are some theories about uh, not spaying them or neutering them at an earlier age to lessen the likelihood of certain types of cancers that they get. Um, cancers in the adrenal gland in particular. Um, but uh, when they're not neutered and not spayed, they're typically not descended since that's all typically done as one surgical procedure. Um, and as long as you can, you know, withstand the smell of these ferrets like this, it's okay to wait for a little bit um, to allow them to grow. But, you know, again, you have to be really uh, okay with this incredibly small, strong, musky smell um, that intact ferrets have. Um, 
you, if you do have an intact ferret, or if you have a, a non-intact ferret, meaning a spayed or neutered ferret who's also been descented, again, they can have some residual smell. Um, you can bathe them. I wouldn't bathe them more than once a month because it can really be drying to their skin. They do groom themselves, so they don't typically need to be bathed, you know, like a dog needs to be groomed and bathed. Uh, ferrets are more like cats in the sense that if they get really dirty or if they, they smell really bad, you can bathe them, but typically not more than once a month. And I would not use anything, you know, other than a mild pet shampoo. You can use uh, shampoos made for cats, for example. Um, you can use, uh, there are some ferret shampoos that are probably very similar to the cat shampoos. Um, but the idea is to um, wash it all off so you need, no, you do not leave any residual soap on their, on their fur because they do groom and lick their fur and they'll ingest that. You don't want to use any harsh chemicals. Um, you don't want to leave any cream rinses or anything in your your ferret. You should be brushing your ferret to um, lessen the likelihood they're going to ingest a lot of hair and have hairballs, which can block up their intestinal tract and potentially be life-threatening. Um, but again, you don't really need to be bathing them more than about once a month if that, if you know, if you need that. And it will help lessen the musky smell. Um, but there's really nothing you can do to totally eliminate that smell. Now, you know, ferrets uh, belong to the weasel family, as do skunks um, and weasels and badgers. Um, they're not rodents. They're actually part of that weasel family. And all of those animals have their own scent glands and have their own unique smell. We do see uh, pet skunks as well. Um, they have more of a skunky smell. I'm sure you've all smelled skunks. You know, we're driving along the road and you'll see skunks in the road. And so unfortunately, some of them get hit by cars. And when they die, they are typically, you know, release that, that uh, skunky, pungent odor. Uh, the musky smell of ferrets is not quite like that. Um, it's not that horribly, really strong, skunky smell. It's more of that sort of subtle musky smell. But it is similar in the sense that, you know, in the sense that when you pick up a ferret or when you're near a ferret, you will smell that. So if you're thinking about a pet ferret, you really do want to think about whether you're okay with that smell. There are some people who are very, very sensitive to smells and really don't like to be around uh, ferrets that have such a strong smell. So maybe a ferret is not right for you if that's the case because you can't really eliminate that smell altogether. Um, you know, but it, it is something that you can get used to and you can minimize. Um, and um, if you keep your ferret clean, um, you brush your ferret regularly, you feed them a high protein diet, something um, that uh, they digest well, something that's not too high in carbohydrates. Sometimes when they have too many carbohydrates it can lead to some problems. They can get diarrhea. It can make the smell worse. Um, but uh, if you treat them well, you keep them clean, the, the smell is minimized. And um, you can bathe them periodically, about once a month, as I said. But ferrets are phenomenal pets. They're lots of fun. They're really energetic. Um, they love to come out at night and run around. I mean, in the wild, they're up at night all over the place. And ferrets will often sleep all day long in, in your home and come out and play in the evening when you're home, which is very attractive to many people who work long days and are up um, at night at home. And they're very, very energetic. And they do get into everything, as I mentioned before. So um, if that's the kind of animal 
animal you're looking for, you know, consider a ferret. It may be right for you. So I hope that you've learned a little bit about, um, you know, what's that smell associated with ferrets. Um, you don't want to put perfume on them. Remember, anything you put on their skin or their fur, they're going to ingest, which isn't great for them. Um, so if you're going to have a ferret, just get used to that smell. It can be subtle and um, enjoy your ferret and have a great time. So just remember when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, you can follow our Zupreme p- Facebook page where we're going to have posts before every show where you can ask us specific questions like about your ferret and anything else, uh, your bird, your rabbit, any of the exotic pets that we like to keep uh, as domesticated pets. You, I'll answer these on the show for you and you can also see some sneak peeks there to episodes you may have missed. So, um, if you do have any questions, though, specifically, feel free to contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at Customer Care. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Supreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us.